0: What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to
1: remember why they need us.
2: The fuck is with this
0: guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man.
1: There's an old saying in Tennessee. I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee. That says, "Fool me once." Shame on, shame on you!
0: It hey, fooled me. We can't get fooled again.
3: So you smart, huh? No, no. I thought your hair would be bigger. It
2: Says on your chart, that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded.
1: So, just chill out. You know, drink a Seven Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering
3: people. You have smoked yourself, retarded. It's a big
2: club, and you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, nuts?
0: and welcome to another monday night master debaters this is number 69 folks a special and who other to have on it than kyle mr kyle rainey how we doing sir you son of a bitch i'm
4: i could not be more honored than to be on the 69th episode of monday night
0: master debaters thank you all so much happy to be here I was trying to make it a gays for Ukraine episode, but everybody, it didn't work out. So I'm, luckily, we got you. So I, I will. I'm the, gayest, I'm the gayest for Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> you are the head, the gaytard for Ukraine, apparently. <laughs> so how you been, man? Dude, I've been good, man.
4: Uh, new job. Life is crazy. Uh, just found out I'm going to be a dad. I mean, it is just craziness going on right now. So, um, things are good overall. I have no complaints. Uh, but man, I've been good, man. So, uh, not been so focused on the podcast, but you know, I'm, I'll come back to it eventually once things settle down. Like I said, I don't even have my setup here. I'm at my in-laws' house. It's just been crazy, but you know what? Life has been great, and I'm glad to be here tonight with you all,
0: my favorite, some of my favorite people in the world. So, hey, congrats, uh, and buckle up. Because you're <laughs> in for the your world to be flipped upside down, my friend. I that's what I've heard, and uh, I'm excited and uh, terrified all of the things. So looking forward to it, dude. If if you're not both of those, there's something wrong with you, right? I mean, I think I think every any parent, unless you know you're on past your first child, right? Once you've experienced it once, fine. If you're not nervous the second time, so be it. I get it, but man, there's nothing more terrifying than knowing that something's coming into this world that is your responsibility. And it's, it's like an alien, you know, there's no, there's no guidebook to tell you what to do with it. There's nothing to tell you, well, if this happens, you do this. It's all just intuition. And how do we stop it from crying?
4: Well, that's the thing, man. It's like, we're a I've been told by a lot of people like you just got to rely on your gut like you know what to do even if you don't know you know what to do right like it's in you just go with it you are going to make mistakes that's fine just figure it out but yeah man I mean it's like Alex Jones said the aliens are already here right it's it's the children we have to (laughs) we have to take care of them so I'm excited I'm looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I am terrified and we'll see how it goes. I mean, you guys know me, people listen to the show y'all, I'm a fucking idiot. I'm a retard, but I got to get my shit together and, uh, hopefully I'll crank a good one out
0: and, uh, let y'all know how it goes. <laughs> Dude, there's nothing like it, man. Once you, you, there's something that is, it's life changing, you know, everybody goes into it and you think, ah, you know what? I'll be ready for it. First of all, you're never ready for it. It doesn't matter how much, uh, how much I'll money you have. Want- how many no. kids you've had, every single one of them is different. And then on top of that, now the first time it's like, okay, now y- you and your wife have to work together as a team on this because otherwise, oh my God, there is no easier way to destroy a, a marriage quickly than a child. <laughs>
4: Are
2: you having a boy, a girl or an other?
0: Um. Well, we're going to let the <laughs> kindergarten
4: teacher decide. Um, okay, good there it's the right thing to do um no it's too it's too soon we don't we don't know yet uh we got a Uh, doctor we went to like the regular doctor and got a blood test she's like six weeks pregnant uh as of last week and so next week we're gonna go to the the vagina doctor and get a little more information so
0: hey when you do if you're gonna do one of those reveals it better come with an explosion
4: well You know this whole Chinese balloon thing has really inspired me. I think it's the perfect way to do a gender reveal. I think I'll I'll maybe send one up myself and hope that the military
0: shoots it down. Oh, that'd be part of the gender reveal. It'll be the most I, expensive you, gender ever. You better off. duck, man, because their track record of hitting on the first shot is not good. So you 50%. could be like you could be like a Syrian wedding party or something, man. You don't you don't want to you don't want to play with fire too much uh yeah <laughs> that's great man that's great well
4: we'll see i mean i'm in i'm i'm in texas i'm from the south i at least gotta shoot something for the gender reveal whatever that's what i'm is. saying
0: i want an explosion of some sort whether it's from a a weapon or a, an ied of any sort that you can create let's do it man you can buy explosives at academy here in texas i don't know if y'all know
4: about that but yeah it's mm-hmm. pretty you can buy them by the pound so that's that's a simple simple solution, but I'm gonna go for the balloon, and if it doesn't work out, I'll I'll find I'll have a
0: backup plan. Nice, I um, like it. I like it, man. Juan What's from Mister uh, Bricks in the Wall, brother. How how is it going?
3: I'm doing great, fantastic, brother. And Kyle, congratulations, man. Thank you, man. Nice younger. to meet you, by the way, too. What's that?
4: I said, nice to meet you, by the way, too, man. Nice to meet right you.
3: I've sick. heard you bro. I like you. You're not that dumb, bro. You got okay. a, a couple <laughs> screws on tight. No, but congratulations on the baby. Um I remember when I held my daughter for the first time, it was psychedelic. I wasn't on anything, but it felt trippy just to see all the potentials, the positive or the negative. How I'm it's going to be very important for me in, to be in there and really teach her how to do shit the right way. And um, I think it's good because she's got a conspiracy that and you're actually out there reading, trying to figure out what's actually going on. So you're going to give her a leg up on that. But um, thank you for having me be- back on. Uh, this is a great show, dude. Uh, you've been popping off on Instagram. That's great. Um, you're teaching the knowledge to the people about the ancients, Tartaria, and all that lost knowledge. And um, thank you for having me back on.
0: Dude, always a pleasure, my friends. Right? what do we got going on out in Arizona? Did you guys survive the... Uh overturned tanker
2: yeah man i the uh the water supply out here can't be possibly any worse than what it is already so i think we're okay but it's just strange dude it's strange that uh you know and i'm sure that we'll get into this right away just the the amount of of you know like the frequency that this is happening like just constant it seemed like last week there was nothing but accidents chemical accidents overturned uh, overturned cars trucks derailed trains all this stuff and and um you know uh the question that um uh, you know we that we kind of like discussed a little bit here was does this happen all the time or is there a magnifying glass on it just because the internet's around i think that's a really good good point that uh truth and media just brought up right now for sure so dude yeah, I, yeah this is a Buddha judge right here that yeah i wanted to just hit this quick video here first on
0: just what we're talking about all the wild shit that's going on all at once in like a two-week span
1: Bearing that substance right in the middle of the best farmland in the country
2: oh. wow look at all that
0: look
4: at it
1: it's all in the bottom of the creek hey
4: guys, so I'm here at Leslie Run. It's and like a, a bed, rainbow
0: bed color bed coming off the, off the water.
2: water. So, something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground. Can you show, can you come here? And, and let me just show this to people. I don't know if you're going to see this in the camera, but watch this.
4: Just see that chemical pop out of the creek. Yeah. This is disgusting. Right
1: now, as we speak, these chemicals are seeping into the Ohio River, which supplies 10% of the United States drinking water, affecting 30 million citizens. But don't worry, Bill Gates, who was almost as lucky as Larry Silverstein with his timing, became the largest shareholder of EcoLab, Ecolab, a water treatment, hygiene, and infection prevention company, the shares of which he purchased in 2022. So no doubt Devil Bill will profit from this disaster too. Even though government officials have insisted the water in the area is safe to drink, I really wouldn't if I were you. Videos have emerged showcasing quite the contrary, and pets, fish, birds, even outside the blast zone are dying. A class action lawsuit has alleged that East Palestine residents may already be undergoing DNA mutations, though if I had to guess, the DNA mutations are probably from the COVID shots, but inhaling all the toxic fumes sure doesn't help. The Norfolk Southern Company worth $55 billion, who is primarily owned by the vanguard group J.P. Morgan, and BlackRock, has offered $25,000 in assistance. There are 5,000 residents in East Palestine, <laughs> and I'm no mathematician here, but that comes out to a whopping $5 per resident affected. It should also be noted that rail unions were striking months ago because they were overworked and understaffed. But Norfolk Southern did nothing to improve working conditions. Was all of this in East Palestine organic or just happenstance? The 2021 film White Noise was shot in East Palestine. The film is about a train that crashes and explodes with toxic fumes and the town has to be evacuated. What are the chances that the script was already written for us back in 2021? The media wants you to know that we have over a thousand train derailments per year, so pay no attention. And there has not been a single peep from Greta, not a single peep from Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, or those who claim to care so much about the environment. Since East Palestine, four other trains have derailed which were carrying hazardous chemicals, but the consequences, they weren't quite up there with East Palestine. On February 14th, after a hazardous truck spill of liquid nitric acid in Tucson, Arizona, authorities closed down the entire interstate and forced evacuation. Now, Florida residents are worried about breathing in the air after a five-acre plant nursery caught fire, sending up flames and toxins from the plastic plant containers, which occurred on February 16th. It's almost like we're seeing the demolition of the United States play out before us. We're watching our food and water supply be attacked, our infrastructure our freedoms and liberties disappear one right after the other there have been direct attacks on the family unit our financial system the military everything it's undeniable at this point point. and the last month even though even through all these happenings it's just an incredibly narrow view in the whole scheme we've been under attack in every way for a while now
0: hey who made this video I was just going to say that's from Really Graceful on YouTube. She does outstanding work. That was a great like kind of synopsis of what's been going on. Um,
4: Shout out, uh, shout out to her.
0: Before we get into that, let me just play one quick 20 second clip from her that happened on February 3rd that no one is talking about.
1: November on February 3rd, this is when an explosion over the skies of Montana occurred, but it was memory hold and then never spoken of again.
0: So there was this giant explosion over Montana on February 3rd. And
1: on February 4th,
0: yeah, everyone thought it was like the balloon being shot down and stuff like that. But it, it was like, and they said it lit up the sky different colors and everything like that. So Now, let's get to that question. Is this, like Juan said, is this just kind of a product of social media that all of these things happening are in our face and are being pushed to the forefront? And in reality, they happen more often than we think. Or are we just in like Armageddon right now where it's just mayhem and there's chaos all over? Is it intentional, do you think? Is it accidental or is it just
2: the percentages of how reality works i mean i I do want to say right off the bat dude um that movie white noise is not about a train uh i think kyle we Mm -hmm. talked about this a little bit actually so it's really unfortunate that i mean like that lady will have such a great video but then she's perpetuating this has she seen that movie no because you know most uh, people haven't that are commenting on it too it's the same as 1984 it's the same thing that i said when uh you know talking with some other folks uh, last week where people comment on this stuff because everyone's saying it so it must be true right and the conspiracy people out here and the alternative thinkers and the the free-minded people or whatever we want to call ourselves we get into this group think the same way that the people that we make fun of do you know what i mean yeah um Kyle you're you yourself admitted theater kid right i mean you know a lot about this like the 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 way that um like hollywood kind of does things a little bit right and like theater how it works and stuff you yeah. kind of described not that you're like one of these sick fucks but like you described yeah. uh, in a really really effective manner i think the way like that this movie white noise kind of like shines a light on whatever people think it's shining a light on we can agree that it's not on this train situation. I think it's more about society and the way that academia kind of creates sheep. You kind of yeah, had some other comments. It, yeah, on
4: it was, it was interesting. Um, I haven't finished the movie yet, but just the, like I watched half of it. Um, and what I saw was it was like, I think you mentioned it. It's really just a critique on academia, how like the whole crook, like the whole basis of this movie is that this guy is a professor at a community college. And he's like, the leading expert on Hitler studies, right? Which is a weird thing to study. And he's like oddly like admiring of Hitler. Like he like has this weird heart on for the guy. And um yeah, and because I work in academia as well, like I've seen how these people talk and how they once when these professors get together, they They talk, they have these really intelligent conversations about nonsense, right? It's like (laughs) uh, the the movie does a really good job in that scene where it's the two professors are giving a lecture at the same time in the same room to both their classes. And it's about Hitler and Elvis. Like one guy's an Elvis expert. One guy's a Hitler Hitler expert and their dialogue kind of overlaps. And it's just nonsense, right? Like nonsense is happening. You don't know who they're talking about. But all these all these other professors come in and all these other students and they're just like blown away at the intelligence of these two two guys. And it's like they didn't say anything like there was nothing of substance said. And just from experience, like that's actually how it works. Now, that's not to say that there isn't intelligent conversation and uh, discussion and debate that happens at universities and colleges, because it it does. I've been a part of it. But these I think it really highlights like these kind of heady. Professors, these overthinkers who think because they're at the top of their field that they're smart, which is not the case. Anybody can get a degree. Anybody can get a PhD. Like they let anybody into fucking college nowadays, right? So I think that's what it was highlighting. I haven't finished the movie. I know the whole, you know, they the train accident does happen. They have to evacuate, but from what I've gathered, that's not really the crux of the of the film. Um, And I I do like what you said too that it does kind of. Um, especially even in our community, when we talk about like thinking for ourselves and stuff, we do kind of gravitate towards this thing. And I think that just goes to show that no matter what part of our group or community or whatever you're part of, you are subject to propaganda, whether you realize it or not. And we just have to be careful, right? Like we're not bad or stupid or anything for for being subject to this, right? Because we fall for it as well. But we just also have to keep that in mind when we're talking to other people that They're falling for what we see as propaganda when we also fall for it, too. So we have to be compassionate when we talk to other people about these subjects and these topics. And we have to go into it with an open mind, because if we come in thinking we know everything, we can easily get struck down with, "Ah, actually, we were were wrong
0: about that, right? Which we have been wrong. and, And Kyle, there's a big difference between believing and knowing. And that's right. the problem in our community. A lot of people believe things and they, they count that as knowing and that's a There's a big difference in there. And that's why we run into this problem with imagination land with all the pronouns and shit is because of that right there. There's right.
4: Well, and I think that's, that's interesting too. Believing and knowing like, um, like I'll use, use an example, Matt, like you're, you focus a lot on like ancient history and Kind of the lost civilizations, the lost history, or the hidden history, and it's one thing for us to know that something is off and that we're being lied to, and that our history is not exactly what it seems. And believing that all this stuff is just was nonsense, right? Or believing that the history is what it is uh, based on what we learn in the textbooks, right? So there is a there's a there's a it's I, I what's what's called what's called discernment, right? Like the Bible talks about this. A lot of people talk about this. Being able to have discernment, it's really an, like, you cannot, someone can't teach you discernment necessarily. It's really a personal journey. And so you have to just take what you can and do the best that you can with that, right? Like, it's no one is going to be perfect. No one's going to know all the facts. But being able to discern what serves you and what doesn't is really important.
0: And discernment's really a combination of mind and ego. Right. Because have to put that to the side sometimes. Right. Exactly. Because you want and that's what I, I was guilty of early on in this looking into the whole Tartaria thing. You know, I was I wanted to find something. And, and when you get dug deeper into it, it just wasn't there in the manner that it was being presented. So you have to then say, OK, listen, it doesn't mean it's all bullshit. But from what I found so far, I'm not seeing it. Now, can I keep looking and maybe under a different rock, I'll find it? That's quite possible. But at, you have to be able to, to take that step back or fall on your sword and and just admit to what you're finding. It's like what Imaranan did, right? He did that exact same thing. He
4: went super hard in the paint with these documentaries and these YouTube videos. And then he realized in continuing his research that, hey, I messed up on some things Now you can believe what you want, but I'm personally going to recant some of those things that I said, and he's still doing the work, right? He's still, you know, actively, uh, I don't know how active he is now, but he did fall on his sword, I think for the better, for the greater good. Like he, he really cared about what he was doing. And he said, you know what? I've been misled and I've misled other people. Let me try to correct that however I can, right? That's just an example. I'm not saying he's the end all be all to this thing, but. That's just an example, right?
0: Yeah. And I'd beg to differ on him and his motives, but Hey, that's a whole, I've done many podcasts on that, but that's a great example though. Anyway, but I guess
4: to get back to the the question that Ryan posed, like, is this, um, you know, is this all of this stuff happening? Is it just because we have the internet and we're seeing it more? That was
2: really quan that, that brought that up earlier. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Juan, you, you brought that up before we started. Um, I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. I think, um, I think things have always been crazy, um, and I think that, uh, yes, we're seeing more of it because of our access to information and through technology. Um, that doesn't mean things haven't all like you know the whole narrative of like oh there's a thousand derailments a year. That could be those could be minor things. Those could be whatever. I'm assuming that's going to be that's probably a, a accurate statistic, right? Um, But we're seeing more and more of it in our faces, and I think there's a little bit of, yes, these things do happen regardless of the geopolitical uh, surroundings or the circumstances, but at the same time, it does feel, and that's what you got to avoid the whole feel thing, right? Like, we got to take emotions out of this, but it does seem like we are under attack by our own government or outside forces or the hidden the hidden uh, government, the shadow government, the globalists, whatever the alien, whatever you want to call them, the lizard people. There does seem to be an attack directly on our infrastructure and on our uh, supply chains and things like that. Food and water, right? Yeah. Those are, I mean, how do you, what's the best way to invade a country? A country that doesn't have food and water already, right? Or that has crippling infrastructure. Um, So I think it's a little bit of both. I'm curious to hear what uh, what y'all have to say about it, because I can see it from both sides. And it's hard to balance the, you know, the fear porn and like the what's actually going on, like how worried should we be, right? Because we do have to, regardless, we have to be strong and vigilant. So I'm curious to hear what y'all have to say.
3: Well, I've been thinking about this for a while. That's why I brought this up. And I think it's like you said, it's a bit of both. But again, it does seem like, wow, it's kind of weird how the biblical prophecies, the things that people used to talk about, it's kind of coming to a to a big uh, stage at this point where it's like everyone's talking about spiritual warfare and all that. But I think one of the things is I think that the conspiracy people or the TikTokers or the people who post on social media have hit a vein and they found that they can get a lot of clicks if they post all of this stuff. So this is what's kind of, they hit that na- that vein. They're like, oh, okay, I will get more clicks if I post stuff about satanic, luciferian things. And again, that's the thing with Hollywood. I think that they found out that they can get more eyes, more clicks, more stuff, um, more attention if they post these things that enrage the people who are either deeply spiritual or into that sort of thing. So I think it's all that. But I think also there is a thing that it's happening more frequently. But then let me tell you all this. I just looked this up. Um, In 2019, there were 5000 fires in food production facilities. And we, we really didn't hear about that then. But now it seems like we're hearing about all these fires. And there was a list of this year. It was, I think, already 60 food production facilities have happened in USA that caught on fire or were destroyed. But it's also happening in Europe. So I think you're right, Kyle. It's something that they're attacking the food source. And again, to take over the world, you're not going to bomb it. You're going to destroy the infrastructure. infrastructure. You want to keep it in place. So the best way is like the Russians did in their uh, revolution. They just uh, starved everyone and just Mm -hmm. took over the cities. That's a and good. Call point. it a
4: more and shit, right? Yep. Yeah, it's like what Ryan said. These influencers, all these hot bitches on TikTok who don't give a shit about any of this stuff, start making videos about it to get the clicks, right? <laughs> ryan you doing
2: squats and they're like, like you're just seeing a
4: fat ass, <laughs> and it's like, did
2: you guys know that the Earth could be flat? And that's just like a fat <laughs> ass right there. I mean, dude, we there's there's though there's uh there's that kind of stuff. There's like these reaction videos. That people are doing, and I was joking around with ghosts. Like, I want to start doing reaction videos to people's reaction videos, and just see how stupid we can get. Like, maybe I do a reaction video of a video, and then Matt, I mean, you take my reaction video, right? Like right. And Ryan. you do a reaction. Yeah, Dude, you're I pointing to... at it. Right. I was yeah.
0: watching a guy on YouTube for a while, and people would request that he do that he review his own videos and it was the stupidest shit i've ever seen and it's people retarded would pay for him to react to his own reaction to someone else's work it's like yes what the fuck are we doing now it sounds like we're missing out on some fucking money here boys i say
4: we, seriously uh,
0: the ball rolling <laughs>
4: that's
2: what i'm saying it's like dude I- i'll start it I'll-, I'll do a dumb reaction video and then maybe i'll pass it on to you matt you do a reaction to my reaction And you just point to my face and do stuff to my face. And then Kyle does a reaction to your reaction to my reaction to the video. And then maybe Juan can get in there and do a reaction to Kyle doing reaction to me, to you. And it's just like, man, we can see how stupid this can get. It's, It's a vanity project when people are doing things like that. Because you could just post the clip that you're trying to share without having your face in there to be like, hey, I found this clip. And I want to make sure that you know that I'm sharing this clip. But this is also the problem with and I realized this recently with the conspiracy world, everyone wants to be so right that it doesn't matter if they're really right or not. It's just like, like they, they, it's hard to explain like they just want to get the last word in and they want to say, hey, I've been saying this all along. They I want to get to the first Trump word in. in right. Right. They want to be the f- they want to say, oh, I was the
0: first like you just said. I was I've been saying this all along. I was one of the first people that had this out there, you know, back in the day. They want the
2: first and last word. So it's exactly. like if you're talking about, you know, I've been watching a lot of MMA and I, I love MMA. It's like if you're the first to strike and then the last to strike in an exchange, you're winning that exchange. But this is a verbal thing. And this is this is all subject to question. Um, like the, the thing that we're talking about right now has this been going on since the dawn of time, and we're just able to really talk about it right now. It's tough to know because even with the um, you know, the athletes, the professional athletes and, and quasi professional athletes, whatever we want to call those, like rugby and shit like that, and like all these other things around the world that don't get the respect that they probably deserve. Dude, there's been a lot of fucking athletes since sports have been a thing that, I mean, these dudes have been having heart attacks since sports have been around. And if you go and look on Wikipedia, what's very interesting is you won't see any of these heart attacks or any of this kind of shit happen after the vaccines roll out. It's all before 2020. So what does that tell you? You have the media intentionally suppressing the stuff that, that fits in with the conspiracy theorists. And then you have the conspiracy theorists intentionally suppressing what fits in with the media's narrative instead of just being like, Hey, maybe shit's just kind of always been weird, but I don't want to side with the government on this stuff. Like I don't want to side with the medical industrial complex or the military industrial complex. There is, there is, there is something at the end of the day that's right. Right. Um, But it's really tough to know what that is right now. Because yeah. of all this information that's coming out. And I tried making that point too on Instagram,
0: right? Cause I posted, you know, I, I was trying, cause I had people coming at me with every single train derailment or every single fire that was happening. Like, Oh my God, look, another one. Oh my God, look, look we're under it. And it's like, guys, listen, first of all, you have to understand this shit does happen all the right, time. Right. And it doesn't, everything doesn't have to be a conspiracy. Everything doesn't have to be intentional. I'm like, First of all, with the trains, look at our infrastructure. Our Dude, infrastructure is dog Dude, shit. That video you just shared,
4: showed of the train on those fucking tracks that were like
2: yeah, all over the place. I was right like toothpicks what? and fucking paper clips, it looked like. Yeah. Holy I mean,
0: it's it's, it's so even get there. It's not out of the realm of possibility that shit happens in trains derail. Now, what I did say is the way that they handled it after the fact is deplorable. That's, that's a cover so, up. But, but people and so I said, hey, listen, take a step back before you jump on all these, do some research and go look how many how many trains derail a year before you say that every train derailment is got to be, pl- uh, you know, a psyop. A- and look, and when you see that the number now granted, some of those may be a train just slips off the track doesn't even do any damage or anything. And it's put back on within minutes. It's that counts as a train derailment and and things like that. And it's the same thing with the warehouse fires. It could be a fire in a trash can at a warehouse that does no damage whatsoever, but it counts as a warehouse fire because it was a fire in a warehouse technically, you know? So we have to just take a step back and stop being so emotional. And like Rye said, stop having to be the first one to do it and getting the last word in. And how about get it right? take that extra time and and do your research investigate the every angle of this from both sides and we we get so wrapped up in that one that you know that right brain path where we got to prove them wrong it's a conspiracy
4: it's It's, it's almost better to be to not say anything on a subject and wait than be wrong from the get-go right but then how are you going to go viral kyle
3: yeah,
4: I well, <laughs> I think the real ones out here, we don't give a shit about going viral. I mean, like Matt does a pretty good job. His videos reach a lot of people and it's because he's he's not putting like you said, like he's not putting his face on it saying like, "Oh, this is that, you know, whatever." He's just putting it out there and I think the the people that want to find that information are going to find it, right? Um not that I'm saying like doing a podcast like this, we shouldn't put our faces on there or whatever because I think that's kind of Pokey when you kind of like cover your shit up and you're oh, that's the gayest stuff ever up. man yeah, show your face
0: have some balls gay. yeah
4: it's one thing from having balls versus like like a vanity project like like ryan said but i also think we have to be careful when we're talking about all of these things that are happening like you know like like what matt said like has this happened before um what are the frequency of these events right and but it, but at the end of the day, I think it's not wrong to say we are in some kind of war. I mean, we're definitely in an information war. Whether you like Alex Jones or not, we are in an information war. Whether we're in World War III or World War IV, whatever it is, it's not going to be bodies, you know, uh, you know, stacking up on the battlefield. Like I mean, even though it's happening in Ukraine, um, allegedly, I don't know, but. It it, the war is for the the psyche right for the hearts and minds right and that's what we're seeing so regardless of you know like i even posted like hey we're at war we just haven't been told yet right because they supposedly said
2: to kyle that that biden just went to ukraine supposedly did you see that Uh yeah he was there for like 10 minutes yeah but so why didn't he go to ohio like, that's that's my point right here, right? They're Republican voters today, in Ohio,
0: brother. He's and I gonna... said, I said, you know, <laughs> like we gave a hundred million dollars to Turkey for the earthquake in Syria, right? We he turned down disaster relief for Ohio. Then he shows up in Ukraine pledging more USAID to the Ukrainians and doesn't even fucking show up in Ohio. It's like, do we exist anymore? Or are we just like that redheaded stepchild that's just going to, you know, supposed to say thank you the wallet. The key word there is the wallet.
4: The key word there is red. I guarantee if the fucking spill happened in New York City or San Francisco where you know, the gay trans people are getting affected by the chemicals even more than they already are, then there'd be some aid going there. I'm telling you, dude. And I don't. Here's the thing. Even if it was a Republican president, I don't think they'd give a shit either. Right. These these people do not care about us um that's what it comes down to they don't give like what is biden could have had a really good opportunity to maybe win some votes right um uh, but i don't think they care about that anymore hey, how about they, this
0: kyle how about what he's he locked lock down here we go hey, how about what he told us the other day this is this one this is great this is after ohio mind you now keep that in mind water medicine shelter and other aid to Ukrainians displaced Both by russia's war and provide
1: aid for those seeking refuge in other countries from ukraine It's also going to help schools and hospitals open. It's going to allow pensions and social support to be paid to the Ukrainian people so they have something, something in their pocket. It's also going to provide critical resources to address food shortages around the globe.
0: So Ukrainians get pension, but not Americans, right? We're paying for Ukrainian pensions now. What the fuck?
4: Yeah, dude, um... Yeah, no agenda hit on this, and they said, Well, we're just giving them cash for their pension funds. <laughs> like, yeah, what do we doing I mean that? with
2: the amount of money and their population, that's about what it's getting to at this point. Unless Zelensky is just pocketing all that, which wouldn't surprise me. I don't
4: think Zelensky's pocketing much, if any, at all. I think it's just all coming right back to us, dude. I mean, this is a this is a slush fund. This is money laundering. With this was happening for 20 years in Afghanistan. And why do you think when it, as soon as it stopped the shit with Ukraine happened, I think people, the military industrial complex, the politicians, they were like, oh shit, our funds are drying up because we're not pumping out death and destruction and and shit that we have to, what's the best, that's the best way to launder money, dude. There, How many movies have been made about it? you got Lord of War, you've got War Dogs, you've got all these examples of how people can profit off of war. Um, and even going back, like, to the early 1900s, like, you know, war is a racket. All these things of how, like, when economies are bad, people start wars to make money, dude. Because when people die and you're selling things to fund the death, you make more money, dude. It's it's That's all it comes
0: down to. And Do you think any of this, lost. Ryan? I know you've been working on Bluebeam stuff. Do you
2: think any of this ties into Bluebeam? potentially man because like the the problem is that uh you know blue beam a lot of people think it's just the alien invasion right what blue beam really is it's the one world government and yep. blue uh the the alien invasion is just the it's the second step out of a four step process which you have like you know targeted weather attacks and earthquakes and then all but That's kind of, you that's know- where
0: hold on so that's where right we're we're having what appears to be targeted weather attacks and earthquakes So and that's why that's why I'm wondering, like, as we go through the steps of because I listen to your podcast and I was wondering, like, it kind of clicked in my head, like, oh, shit, is this something that we're really gearing up towards rapidly?
2: I don't know, man. I I think it could be potentially, but uh, we need the infrastructure in place from like that technology side, like the like Neuralink needs to be up 100 percent and Starlink needs to be up 100 percent before I think any of this is even possible. So will we see it in our lifetimes? I don't know, dude. I think that like your kids might see it, like uh, you know, Kyle, you're about to have a kid. This is what's scary about bringing kids into the world right now. But at the same time, if you're preparing them for this shit and you're well, making strong, independent thinking people,
3: yeah,
2: um, you know, this is all that you can do because we do, you know, if we if we stop if we're afraid to have kids, then they already win in that in that regard too. But you know, dude, dude it's how,
4: I had this conversation with one uh with like a a normie tonight before i hopped on the show i i uh, had a a grad student come out with me and have a couple of drinks and we were talking about this like he's like i don't have kids it's just the world's too crazy like we're all gonna die all this stuff and i was like dude you gotta have a little bit of, of hope right like and yeah. he you know he was saying like well you know the earth is dying like the world you know it's all the odds are stacked against us and i'm like well, dude, like, you know, the the left, y'all complain about, like, a right-wing kind of uh, uh, handmaid's tale kind of reality that you think is happening right now, and I'm like, but you're wrong. It's gonna happen in 20 years because the left aren't having children, and two, the further y'all push one way, as soon as the other side gets in power, it's gonna swing just as far back the other way, and we're gonna have a a handmaid's tale scenario because y'all are pushing it so far right now right so and i that wasn't really my main point my point was like we have to have hope because if we don't then we're already lost right that's why sure. i'm happy i'm not ready to have a fucking kid are you kidding me i'm fucking, yeah, you are. i'm 26 i don't know what the fuck is going on but you know what if i don't who will right who's gonna raise the next generation right who's gonna do it and that's how i see it man like we just we have to just keep pushing forward we have to keep Doing what we do, and like the world's always been nuts, right? Our parents, when they are having us, they thought they were gonna get nuked by Russia for like forty years, and
2: everything. Y two K, and then all all this shit.
4: That's what I'm saying. That just there's always something. We just got to keep rolling, dude. Not to say that things aren't happening now and things aren't bad, because I think it's pretty fucking wild out there. But we just got to keep going, brother. Got to keep pushing on,
2: dude. Imagine being a parent. Go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say, imagine being a parent that like gave birth on september 11th 2001 you know what i mean like how would you feel like when you see like what's going on i think my baby is
4: gonna be due like right around september and i'm like please give me a 9-11 baby please give me sick yeah right my
2: niece
0: was born like four months at five months after 9-11 and it was like it was weird because she was the first you know of the next wave it was it was our kid you know she was the first niece or nephew and man, it was like, and, and I remember back then because I was asking my brother, like, what are you going to do? I'm like, well, what, what about the terrorists and all this shit? And they you had it so mind fucked that, you know, everything was possibly going to be blown up. And, you know, everything was a threat at that point. We were under a daily color coding system right, right. as to what threat level of threat we were at. It was like, but they got you with the fear porn. And I think that's where we are right now in a sense. But things are a little crazier on the financial side as well. I think the, the fact that the economic system is teetering, right? And 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 there's this possibility that BRICS could manifest and and take over as the leading
4: That's currency. Scary. Yeah. Dude, I, and, I
0: think that would be the honestly, like
4: I'm not an economic expert, but I think that could be a really good thing for our country if Cause I think it might force us to go back into that isolationist kind of uh, worldview, you know, like going back to that sleeping dragon that, you know, was awakened by Japan. Like we really, I, I, am and I'm not, I'm not saying like I want, but a lot of people out. are going to die to get there. That's I, the, I'm saying part. that's not what I, I don't want that, but I'm saying something like that, like kind of like a, a reality check or maybe like a fucking punch in the chin, right? Like,
0: you know, that's going to wait a little bit. We're, We're get... way beyond that, though, Kyle. These parasites that are in charge, it, it would take a nuclear weapon to, to wake them up. Well, they,
2: they want it. that, don't they, dude? They Well, want they'll it. bend over and give the shit over to the, the BRICS nation. Like, they that's what them. they'll do at this yeah. point. They, well, they'll they fund it, right? They...
0: <laughs> Which
2: they probably are, realistically. Yeah. yeah, man.
0: So, Juan, what do you think about that whole thing? I mean... <laughs>
3: I think like like we were talking about, is it just getting worse or are we amplifying this stuff? And like, imagine each one of us, we all have our own channels and people who listen or follow us. We're amplifying these messages of kind of destruction, fear. And it does get clicks, but I've noticed I'm starting to switch because it's spring. I'm going to start gardening. I'm getting my backyard ready. The gardening community is growing expen- exponentially too. It's huge. So I think that if we started making a shift of more of like more pondering on the negative stuff and more on like, what can we actually do? Like actually get some chickens, actually know your neighbors. Where you? Cause we're over here fighting windmills, like posting stuff that we're not in, in direct contact with, but we are in direct contact with our neighbors, with the people around our community. And if we actually like, cause I'm I feel so glad in my community, there's only one entrance and I feel so blessed. I know all my neighbors, like I live in a little colder side kind of, and we all know each other. We all take care of each other. When the power went out, we kind of all helped each other out. We all know each other's names, our kids, all of that. So I'm pretty sure and I feel safe that if something were to happen, we could close off that little barricade and we we'll all have guns and we can all kind of protect ourselves at least for a while until we came up with a plan. So it is kind of that we're kind of part of the problem because we are we are spreading knowledge, but we're also spreading fear. And I'm sure you all know, some people are like, They like that fear. They like to be in that moment. Some people still wearing masks. Some people like that shit. So I think if we started making more of a shift toward like, what are the actual things that you can do to either raise your consciousness or be be skillful or be at least better prepared for your kids? You know, we're setting up the next generation with a little of a leg up so they can know, oh, shit, my parents always said that there was going to be a planned alien invasion. When I was little, we went through this whole brainwashing program. It's happening right now. What can we actively do to fight against it? That's I don't know. That's my take.
4: That's huge, man. That's huge. I mean, something that if any 2020 taught me anything, it was to get to know your fucking neighbors, man, because you never know. Like, one, the last thing you want is hungry neighbors when shit goes down, right? So you want to make sure that you and your neighbors are tight, right? Even if, and then, and so, like, when I was buying, like, extra food and stuff, I bought a little bit extra just to keep my neighbors happy, right? If I needed to, right? I'm not saying, you know, I, I mean, like, as Alex Jones says, I'll eat your fucking ass, neighbor. Like, I will eat your ass. That's not what I'm saying. But you're right, man. Like, that really taught me, like, and it goes back to the Bible, right? I'm not a huge religious person or even read the bible that much as much as i'd like to but what's the number one of the 10 commandments like love thy neighbor man like and that's not just like us here like who i you know i love you guys we're all friends we're great we we can talk and hang out but like really what matters is the people around you right whether you agree or disagree it's like hey man it's like uh the whole you know concealed carry debate a lot of people get freaked out when like people have guns on them and i told somebody one time i was like at a bar and i was like look, if shit went down right now, you are my family, right? Because you're standing right next to me. I'm not going to let anything happen to you to the best of my ability, right? And I think that's something we kind of have lost, right? It's all about, you know, do you believe this? Did you vote for that person? Like, what are your, you know, uh, uh, policy views? It's like, fuck all that. When shit hits the fan, policy doesn't matter, right? It's who who's around you and who you can... Um, count on, right? Whether you're friends or you've barely known each other or your family, doesn't matter. Get to know your neighbors. And even if they're fucking assholes, love thy neighbor. I'm just saying like, that's all you can do, man. Everybody's
0: going to have their purpose, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, even the asshole can serve a purpose, you you know? Just get to know them. You don't have to be best buds with them, but, you know, have a role. You might know how to
4: fix your car and you don't, right? Yep. You know, you might be able to, you know, uh, fix his toilet, or something like that. Like that goes a long way. And uh, even if you don't hang out or you're not best friends with your neighbors, just well, get to know
0: them a little bit. And the other thing that that this is taught and should have taught everyone is, A, you have to be as self-sufficient as possible and you have to learn skills. To to have a zero skill set is unacceptable. You know, and now do you have to be professional? No, but you should know how to build things. You should know how to grow things. You should know how to take care of things. You should know how to shoot things. Yeah. Know, whether it's a bow and arrow or a gun, whatever. Learn to to be able to handle a arm at some at some point.
4: Yeah. yeah. Well, Ma, you, you mentioned the gardening thing, dude. That was that blew up in the last year or two, man. Like guard for like all summer, my whole Instagram algorithm was just gardening stuff. Oh, well, homesteading, awesome. right, Kyle? Yeah. I learned so much, dude. I did my first in my little tiny. A backyard. I learned so much about gardening. I learned what worked, what didn't work, what I can do better next time. Right, and I got a ton of food from it.
0: I learned, if but more than that, I learned a lot. Right, and I want to give a shout out here to to Lainey from Greener Postures. Oh, dude. she's the she best. Is awesome. I love watching her videos. Anybody that's not watching her, go to her YouTube channel. And I will put the link in the description because she will teach you all sorts of s- and, useful skills. And how did she learn, man? She learned just by trying
4: it and failing and trying and failing. And she's now at a point where she can. I took one of her master classes, dude, and it was worth the 20 or 30 bucks or whatever. I learned so much. And I even got my wife, who's not into this crap at all, I got her to sit in on it with me and learn like she got interested in like canning and fermenting and like being self-sufficient and it really helped our relationship as far as like what are we going to do when we you know how are we going to prepare right because she thought I was crazy for doing all this stuff and then you know Lonnie kind of got her you know into all that and it was awesome so that's the thing dude like skills uh knowledge even if you have books that you're not going to read until you need to it's better to have them than not right
2: Lanny's into uh garbage pail kids too so that's a fun thing you know. <laughs> that's a side a side positive. Oh uh, dude, we can okay, garbage pail yeah, we've well, I'm not this. saying like, I'm not trying to derail it but no I was just like I talked with her and she's she's not just like one of those people that is oh, constantly no. focused on like the homesteading like she's the just a very person, normal real person that like happens to have a hardcore set of skills when it comes to that shit. Like, dude, Kyle, you're talking about like going, or no, I think it was you, Matt, that was saying like, you know, you need to learn how to shoot, learn how to do something, be a fucking net positive on society. Dude, we went out shooting the other day, me, my dad, my sister, and her boyfriend, Um, her boyfriend doesn't shoot much. And and uh, Kyla, my sister, doesn't shoot a whole lot either. And, dude, we're just going out there, and we're just shooting in the side of a mountain. It was such a good time. We actually hit, uh, what's it called, Tamarite? Is that the thing that, like, oh, yeah, blows right. up?
4: That's, that's dude, the that, explosives I was telling you about, man. You can just buy them at Academy.
2: Dude, there was a random deposit of Tamarite, and we're shooting at, like, my dad threw, like, these neon golf balls out there, and we're just shooting, and we're trying to hit these golf balls, right, with, like, ARs and, like, you know, other things. And out of nowhere, just this big boom, like, this whole thing. We're like, what was that? Wait. Someone had just left Tannerite Someone out there. Someone just left some out there, dude. And and I, I I think, I don't know if it was me or who hit it, but like just out of nowhere, just this massive explosion. It was a blast, dude. We had so much yeah, fun. No one got hurt. You can no have a lot hurt. of fun with Tannerite. But yeah, you can also, like some
4: people, have you seen those videos of dudes like filling their old fridges with Tannerite Yeah. shooting them and the door blows off and almost fucking kills them? <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's pretty intense. We were not expecting it, but it was just pretty fun to uh, to get up there. It's illegal here.
4: That's why I started hunting in the last couple of years, because I was like, I don't know how to do this, and now I know how to find a deer, how to shoot it, how to skin it, how to process it for the most part, right? I mean, I can't make amazing sausage yet, but these are all things that I've learned just in the past two years, gardening. Uh, I can build. I've always been able to build, but like, okay, what if I had to build a fucking, I don't know how to, you know, those kinds of things you don't think. A about.
2: shack. Yeah. Yeah. A shack out there somewhere. Yeah, man, no, it's fun. And like that, that survival stuff is actually a cool thing to just have in your back pocket. But Dude, when
4: I was a kid, I was obsessed with a uh, survivor, man, Les Stroud hair <laughs> uh, grills, man versus wild. I would, I made my dad when I was like, I want to say like 12 or 13 take me and my cousins on a survival trip where we went to like a state park or something like that. And we camped, well, my dad camped and then we all had to survive, right. With the things we learned, like we would bring uh, a multi-tool, some matches, some water purification stuff. And we'd be out there for three days. And my dad would sit there grilling some burgers and, you know, eating snacks and stuff. And we'd have to like go fish and catch our own food. And Dude, it was so fun and like it was a learning experience, right? Because you learn like, oh, I actually can't take care of myself. I mean, I was 12. It's one of those right. things. Those are things we need to practice, right? We need to practice those things just in case, right?
2: Dude, I hope all you guys have seen the movie The Edge. Have you guys seen the movie The Edge? Yes. With Anthony Hopkins. And mm-hmm. uh Alec Baldwin, I think, too. No, I haven't. Oh, dude, it's such you'd love it, Kyle. It's an epic movie. The Edge. What one man can do, another can do, is the 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 catchphrase in that movie, dude. It's an awesome movie. It's like all about that survival in uh Anthony plane Hopkins. crash. Anthony yeah. Hopkins and Alec Baldwin, and then there's another dude. He's a, a black dude. I don't know his name off the top of my head. Oh, nice. he and and get it. Guess who dies first? It oh, is a '90s a- movie. Black guy dies first. Directed
4: <laughs> <It's heard> by <laughs> David Mamet, who's a great uh, theater uh, writer. He writes for a lot of plays. David Mamet.
2: Yeah, it's an epic movie, dude. Awesome movie. So, just fits right in with what we're talking about.
3: Yeah, well, it's likewise. I'm watching The Last of Us. Um, Oh, great show, dude. It's awesome. I'm not going to give anything away, but it's just the same thing how much better would be if you go into that type of scenario prepared you already know how to tie knots how to start a fire how to make bullets all that shit instead of having to learn through it when you're actually going through that it's better to have it like he said in your pocket you already know how to do all that stuff or you could
0: go walking dead style and just shoot the same arrow over and over again with no you know like the whole hollywood side of it too that's that gets me to laugh Last
4: of us is actually pretty good about i mean no spoilers, but episode three, man, it's like, this is how you survive. You find yourself a gay lover, and you'll make it. Yeah, I, I didn't, didn't like, like that
2: episode at all.
4: Yeah.
3: That pissed me off. With The population of homosexuals, I think, is like 4%, and they're like, in Hollywood, all of a sudden, everybody's gay. Well, everybody. apparently, in the <laughs> game,
4: apparently, that was in the game already. Like, there was the the got Frank or whoever in the game Opperman. was gay, but in the game, the lover was dead. So they just added that as the story. I thought it was well done um, because I haven't played. But from people who have played the game, they said it was actually like it made sense based on the game. But it did seem a little like I'm sure a lot of people took it as this is being forced. Right. And in the in the game, it's a white dude and his daughter is white. But in the show, it's a Latino guy and his daughter is black. So it's like that was a little weird, but. You know, it's still done well. I like that's my thing. As long as it's not like shittily done, if it makes sense, I'm okay with it, right? But I love the show, it's great. I I don't have a PlayStation, so I can't play the game, but apparently it's one of the best games ever.
2: You guys got a favorite apocalypse movie? Oh shit. Or game or show or anything?
3: That's a good Uh. one.
2: I mean, it's tough to really know. Juan, you got anything off the top of your head? Do you watch many
3: movies? Yeah, I do. The only thing I can think of is Brokeback Mountain, but um...
2: right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you want to warm up real quick.
0: <laughs> I like the no. one with Will Smith and his dog. I am Legend. I am They're Legend. making yeah. a
2: second one, dude. I am Legend Two is in the works. Man, I can't. I can't ever handle it when a dog
4: dies, dude. That's my yeah. Well, there's a, there's an alter. Have you seen the alternate endings on I Am Legend? The dog. No one of the alternate endings the dog doesn't die.
0: Yeah.
2: Good. That's what they should have done. But they you know that pulls at the heartstrings. Dude, I I uh that movie up almost made me cry the other day. It's <laughs> dude. like dude, I, I can't deal with it. And whenever there's a dog and something sad, I'm like, man, I don't like this. Like it, it's just rough. Yeah, it is
4: it is rough, man. I, but as far as apocalypse movies, I really like um I Am Legend's pretty good. Um You ever watched like uh The Book of Eli? Yeah with denzel i love denzel washington i think that was a great a great movie because it's kind of like mad max ish kind of you know um right oh the road is actually pretty good i don't know if you've read uh it was a book and then it became a the movie wasn't like great but the road was good um
2: you guys seen uh, stakeland
4: stakeland no no obscure movie references Ryan
2: it's pretty cool Um, they have like uh, it's called stakeland because it's basically like vampire zombie type things and they kill them with wooden stakes I'm trying to pull up a list here but that was one that popped up Juan you have a
3: favorite of apocalyptic movies Um, I have an IMDB list I'm working on of all like these type of movies Um, I don't know man I would have to because I have a long list y'all go ahead and talk I'll look through my list (laughs) 2012
4: Oh, 2012 with John Cusack. That's a good, good one. one. That was good. I do like John Cusack.
2: Uh, Knowing's a great movie too.
4: Day after tomorrow. What a classic! That's all. Yeah. This, all of these are climate change propaganda. Yeah, you yep. got to be careful. Okay, are we talking Armageddon? Great movie. See, when you said apocalypse, I thought you meant like post-apocalypse, right?
2: Yeah, and I mean it could was be thinking. I mean, that's kind of what I thought, too. But apparently, uh, you know, like Mad Max. Mad Max is like a classic one. The Road Warrior, dude. I mean, come on. Um,
3: have you all heard of the Divergent series? That's a pretty good one. Yes,
2: that's a good yeah. one.
3: Yeah.
2: That's like the... Um,
4: you hey, separate you people into mm-hmm.
3: classes.
4: Matrix. Matrix, is, I guess, is post-apocalyptic. Yes. Um, have <laughs> you seen the right. Animatrix? Hey, the, go back dude, go back that's now. a great...
2: What's I city, love of, the city of
4: Ember. I think I read that book one time. Which one? Go back up to City of Ember. I think I read that. I think that's a book that I read. Yeah, it's like un- an underground city. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I read the book one time. Yeah, okay. The Road was
0: good. Um,
2: Another good one, too, that's like not really like to this extent, but it's called Metropia. That um, 28
0: Weeks Later isn't bad. They right. just passed. That one's pretty good. 28 Days is also really good.
2: 28 Days Later.
4: Yep. DEFCON 4 starring Kanye West.
2: Really? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, shut up. <laughs>
4: yeah, man. No, there's some good ones. was breakers. good. That was good. That's with uh, um, uh, Willem Dafoe and uh, Ethan Hawke.
2: That was great. Uh, there it's it is, dude. Vampire. Stay clan. good. Solid movie. Stay clan. Okay. Yeah, in a World of Vampires. What's Empire the Hunter.
4: What's the Alien Movie District 9 or something? That's a That's a fun movie? one. Hey, there's
0: Kyle, go back to phase 7. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking about?
2: Instead yeah. of quarantine apartment or bil- <laughs> building. Uh man must protect his pregnant wife from his new neighbors. Wow.
4: Oh I'll kill my neighbors, I don't care. <laughs> I love them, but I'll shoot them.
2: Yeah, man. No, there's a, there's a ton of those, dude. There's a ton of good ones out there. I have
4: more guns and food than my neighbors. I know that. And that's the thing. It's like in a bear attack. You don't have to be the fastest person. You just have to be faster than the slowest guy. You know?
2: <laughs> that's right.
4: that's me. I, I'm not the best prepared, but I know I'm more prepared than the people immediately around me. So I'll at least make it
0: a little longer.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's all you got to do. You just got to last.
0: Dude, you just brought it up, Kyle. We're going to have to segue to it. Oh, what we're going animals. to the the annual uh, or the the weekly segment this is would you rather fight uh, five raccoons at once no rabies no disease or a bear of equal weight of yourself now no weapons unless you know you can pick up a rock around you maybe a stick But, yeah, we're not doing weapons. We're not doing any of that shit. It's just you.
4: So, like, you know, there's the old, like, would you rather fight a hundred uh, duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck?
2: Right. Similar. So, the thing is, too, I think, Matt, one one clarification that we we should make is that these things are angry. Because if you're just walking up to a bear and it's just chilling there or it's sleeping. But the bear is
4: your size. The bear is the same weight
0: as you.
2: Same weight. So it's like a small bear. Well, well
0: it, yeah, it's not ju- its not a juvenile though. It's—it's it's a you know adult bear, but it's just a small. It's just your weight, and it's I, healthy. And I you can like pick, you can pick the bear of your choice. It can be a black I, bear, grizzly, whatever type you
4: want. It doesn't, it doesn't
0: matter, dude. It doesn't matter. I'm gonna take
4: the raccoons any day. I would never fuck with even a child bear. I would never fuck with a fucking bear, dude. I'm taking the raccoons all day. They're basically fat cats. Um, no, no, no. Fucking up all day. <laughs> all right
3: okay juan what do you got oh the raccoons man yeah as one's biting you you can pull the other one off and just kick them off it's a bear It's gonna take you down quickly one swipe from a fucking bear dude you're dead you're dead
0: oh no. man yeah dude doing, we're getting feedback again guys so here we go we got Wait, two is this, from, is this from a listener Yeah. yes we got two write-ins we got Dog, everyone picking a bear isn't taking into consideration that bears bring like 10 knives to fight on its paws. Humans don't hold a candle when it comes to tooth and claws. The talk I was having like five years ago, and this gets into what you were talking about, Kyle, would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? So basically what he says is uh, he hasn't made his decision yet but consider wait i like that he says a horse-sized duck is pretty much a dragon (laughs) only the (laughs) psychos choose to fight that one then again you'd have to be a heartless fuck to be okay with kicking little ponies (laughs) fuck fuck them they can bite okay so we got one more we got just as an example this was great of why a bear will mess you up my fire my father's a retired chiropractor in pennsylvania and back in the 90s, every year he would have patients come and get fixed after wrestling a bear at the sportsman show in Harrisburg, PA. The bear would bas- uh, basically toss the poor guy around and then sit on him. There's no way you could physically beat a bear.
2: So- man, I I, th- I feel like you're just smothering the raccoon, the pro raccoon. That's all I'm getting posts. for
0: feedback, man. And he uh, even, sent, uh, he even sent me a link. Now, if you
4: said, like if you said, like, five, like, Honey badgers or something, I may reconsider. But raccoons are fairly like, I mean, I can fuck,
2: I can easily fuck a raccoon up. Like, Dude, I got a post actually. Ghost got a post where one raccoon ripped the fucking dude's ear off, and both these dudes had guns. I'm not saying
4: you'd be, you wouldn't come out unscathed from the five raccoons, but at least you'd be, a, you'd have
2: a chance with the. No, right racco- man, you're talking about so so. This dude's talking about like the a bear brings ten little knives. Okay, a raccoon. Oh. Five raccoons are bringing in 50 knives to a damn fight. Their claws are sharp, too, dude. Yeah, but they're not big, dude. A bear's
4: claws are like four inches long, dude. They will fuck you up. Raccoons I mean, weigh about 30 pounds. Okay, so 30 times five, that's 150 pounds, dude. That's less weight than I am. If I have a bear coming at me at 195, dude,
0: fuck that, dude. Fuck mm. that. I'd take the raccoons all day. So all day. Knives. This is that guy that was wrestling the bear. And so here you see he got on top of the bear briefly, and then the bear just kind of hugged him and then just tackled him. And oh so, God, so he says, oh uh he no. goes, We we get to drinking at a bar Saturday night, and my friends start talking about bear wrestling they had there. Long story short, they took advantage of a drunk and talked me into wrestling the bear the next day. I, I didn't do too bad. I took him down but I couldn't get all his feet pinned. I only got three. With the fourth paw, he tossed me off, then roughed me up a bit. I was able to escape, and by the three-minute limit was almost over. For him, it was play, and he was so strong that if he wanted to, he could have ended me whenever he wanted. I was benching over 300 pounds, and because of playing hockey three nights a week for years, had good endurance. But I got to tell you, after three minutes, I was totally spent. I had nothing left in the tank. The strength of a wild animal compared to a human is not even in the same ballpark. Wasn't the smartest thing I've done, (laughs) but me and my friends still laugh about it today. By the way, if you look real close at the picture where I'm standing and he's coming at me, you can see he's not wearing a muzzle. As a matter of fact, the bear's trainer told me that if I did get him on his back, which I did, not to look him in the face, as he would consider it a threat and he would bite my face. I mean, to bury my face in his chest, which I did, and man, did it stink! His how name...
2: scary is that? Like, yeah, hey, you but... can punch this bear, but just don't look it in the eyes. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, right? This to your defense, this is an 800 pound bear. Okay, what are we playing games uh, here? No
4: okay, way! Can you? Let's say an it's
2: animal. a 200 pound bear. That's a baby bear. Yeah, that's a small bear. I mean, you know, yeah. like that's that's what I'm saying. If it's your but weight, but again, it's a small bear with if it's, if nature it's, strength.
4: If it's my size, like like if it's like a full size bear but only my weight, then it's a sick bear. Like it's dying already. It's got mange. Yeah, I don't. Why would? Why wouldn't fuck? We're talking no disease though. That's just a a a, a weak bear. So if I'd have to see a bear that weighs a hundred and two hundred, size pounds. it up. I'd have to see a two hundred pound bear, uh, Matt. Can you pull up a image of a two hundred pound bear? Well, it's gonna be want- tough to kind of like
2: quantify the, yeah, unless it's standing next to.
4: Well, I just want to see what what we might be dealing with.
2: I'm telling you, dude. I, I'll make Matt, a bear I do with appreciate my. Bitch. Your, uh, I appreciate your bookmark. <laughs> your bookmark skills, dude. Dude, look at that! The one that that guy's holding. That's probably about a two hundred pound bear right there, because no, that dude's more probably, than two hundred pounds. Yeah, right here. Two hundred
4: pound black bear. Okay.
2: It shows a black guy. You see that? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a
4: trending story, brother.
2: <laughs> Look at that dude. That's nothing. Where's
0: the video? Hold on, I'll try and get this video here. Uh, actually, let's see the picture. No, first. that's
3: yeah. Here you go. No. Oh, what the fuck. I think it also depends the bear, because some are more vicious than others.
2: Yeah, we're talking like, now, yeah, you I don't want to go for a polar bear. Polar bear fuck, yeah.
0: Dude, I don't know, man. That's decent-sized animal. He is pretty fast, too. Oh He's pranked right now. Or he just got released, so. Yeah, I don't know, have man. Have you heard
3: of that movie, Cocaine Bear? Yeah. dude i can't wait out. to watch Is it, it any good have you seen it no it hasn't come out yet
2: i think next week i think dude i'm gonna be waiting in line to watch that movie though hey. it was so sick with, at ufc 284. um uh, it was the event was sponsored by cocaine bear and i was like god please help bruce buffer just say cocaine bear and he fucking did, he did. Wow. bruce buffer said Brought to you by Cocaine Bear, and then like they just moved. In. I was like, "Fuck yes!" This that is movie's it. gonna be terrible, though. <laughs> was that? It'll work? be
4: fun. I mean, t- that don't movie with Matt uh, with Leo DiCaprio where he fights a bear like that. would he won an Oscar Referent. movie. It right? wasn't even a great movie. Like he's done better stuff. That was kind of like a throwaway Oscar for him. Um, right. Is was that the most recent UFC, Ryan? The
2: one two eighty four. Yeah.
4: Was that Saturday that we watched?
2: No, that was Last a Saturday. that was a, uh, that was fight, a fight night, thing. a free, free one. Yeah, the next one is actually the next pay per view is on my birthday, uh, the day before my birthday, and it's John Jones's epic return. It's gonna be yep. fucking yep. sick, dude. I, I, he might get his ass kicked by Cyril gone. but now
4: if we started, now if we're talking not just us, but like a trained jujitsu UFC fighter, maybe with a two hundred pound bear, might be a different story. Like what? Who was it? Thug Nasty. What's his name? Um, he choked Bryce out. A, Mitchell. Yeah, he fucking
2: choked out a deer. Yeah, man. I don't know because he's really not as talented as a lot of people think he is. He's he's really good at jujitsu. Right, but he's more, talented than, he's more talented than any of us. And he choked out a fucking 200 pound, 150 pound deer. But he also fights at 145 pounds. So he's a small dude.
4: Right. I'm just saying though, if, okay, so 145 pounds, 150 pound deer, he choked it out, no problem. Now, scale that up. Let's say John Jones or whoever on a 200-pound black bear. He could probably choke the bear out if he had a good Absolutely, Absolutely.
0: Right? Yeah, they just said but, the only pr- problem is, is it's tough to get a grip on them. Like, yeah, they're furry. they don't have like a, a a neck you can get on, you know, the, the, Yeah, it's like a cone shaped. head. Yeah, you're just going to slide, he said. And that's what one of the emails we got before was talking about wrestling bears. And that's what he said. He said, the only trouble is you can't get any sort of choke on them, you know, like a rear naked or anything, because you can't lock in or under their under their chin. They don't really you kick have a one. bear in the balls, like and gouging without, its eyes out that's without
4: what you do. them. I'm not going anywhere near its snout, dude. Are you kidding me? Like, that'll just take your hand. If it, the eyes. if it gets a grip on you, dude, like, you're
0: fucked.
2: Yeah. You're hey, fucked. no one said it was going to be easy, Kyle. You just <laughs> got to get in there. You got to get it done. Okay, but if I have a choice, I'm taking the raccoons, dude. That's, That's all fine. I'm saying. That's
4: fine. I think I'd rather take, like, coyotes than the fucking bear, dude. I'd rather take five vicious coyotes or hyenas or something than the fucking bear, dude.
2: Well,
0: yeah and that that whole honey gross. badger I'm not going I'm not even fucking with a honey badger dude. Yeah, dude, honey badger don't give a shit.
4: No I One
2: honey badger or one bear, I'll take the bear all day.
4: Yeah dude, honey badger will just like oh my god. And any kind of cat, you want to avoid those too cuz once they get you down, they'll just fuck with you until you die. And then oh, even yeah. after you're dead, they'll continue to fuck with you.
2: Yep. Eat your heart. I'll
0: oh, they yeah, they will just
2: start at your and...
0: asshole and work their way up.
2: <laughs> while you're alive yeah it's like yeah, the lions
0: they, yeah that's what they do they, man they, they started like the asshole it's ass easy. out while you're I'll alive don't ass up. Just imagine that being alive and just being eaten watching just looking down and seeing them just eating your innards it's like what's damn, the difference man. between that and like a like a, a male to female surgery
2: right mm-hmm. yeah taking a hot dog turning it inside out dude there was this one thing that they had on uh <laughs> I forget what it was. I think it was on on American Dad or something. Or no, it was Family Guy, where Quagmire's dad uh, was a uh, you know he's obviously a dude, and then he gets a, a sex change, and they made a sandwich in Quagmire's dad's name, and it was an inside-out hot dog with a bunch of ketchup all over it. Oh, and that's what the that's what, what the sandwich sucks. was for the transgender.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is crazy, dude. I saw your videos on this. This is yeah, <laughs> dude. Have you guys
0: heard about these things? They're called ringing rocks. And they're found all over the world and there's not a lot of them, but like there's, I found some in Montana. uh, you know, Ryan Jess from Patreon told me about these out in okay. Montana. Um, and so she, she was telling me about the, and these ones are in Montana and then there's also some in Pennsylvania. So check these things out. You. <laughs> That's Montana. Now, this is this is the same shit, but it's Pennsylvania. Oh, New the Park, Wait. And the crazy thing about these is if you take these rocks off-site or off the pot, they don't make any noise. They don't ring. Has she seen these?
2: Yeah. Yeah, she's been to them. She said she hit him with the hammer. Paul Pelosi. You, you almost wonder if someone's like off camera, like ringing a like hitting a bell or something. Oh no, dude! These are this is like legit. These are
0: yeah. They leave hammers at the site for people to hit these rocks with. Huh?
3: They sound hollow. Goes, are they hollow. Watch or this guy. Hollow. He breaks
2: one. They must be hollow.
0: Uh-oh, he oh, broke he it. broke it! You broke it. Yeah, it's just—I've never seen anything like it. And yeah, that's weird,
4: dude. This is just to get people back into the smashing rocks phase of like prison work.
0: You know, this
4: hype <laughs> 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 for that. It's like, oh, you can make music while you're working.
0: Well, when I heard him, Kyle, it sounds like the old chain gang. You know, laying out the
2: railroad yeah. lines. <laughs> That's the sound of the men. <laughs> the chain gang. You're going to turn big rocks into They're little singing. rocks. Dum, 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 dum,
4: dum. Sorry. I, I love that shit. Sorry. I was in an acapella choir for four years. We sang in the chain gang once or twice. Oh, or man.
2: <laughs> That's nice. What was it called? The choir? Yeah. Vocal Collective. Nice. I like that a lot.
0: Voco vocal for short juan
3: you ever been in any bands or anything me in a band no but i play a little guitar and piano but no not in no. any bands officially dude i was in
4: the church band back in the
0: day for like six years dude save some puss for us man
2: yeah. dude, hey
0: i, <laughs> hey, I can prove that i fuck right <laughs> <laughs> I, <can prove>
4: it. <laughs> I, I, I think i think i said on the tavern the other night i was like i'm the king of cream pies baby gross right (laughs) yeah tell your wife
2: that (laughs) see what she says (laughs) yeah man that's uh that's pretty cool though dude again congratulations that'll be a fun thing oh well um, yeah well enough about me guys let's talk about these fucking rocks okay
4: um enough about my cream pies. what do you think what do you think this is man these rocks like do you think it well i would be curious to know what they're made out of right what is the chemical or the you know physical structure of these rocks are they iron are they um some sort of uh i don't know i don't fucking know rocks i
2: don't know seems like they're not natural like it seems like it's almost like uh ruins of something
4: well no because if you i'm sure there's other things you can bang on that make noise like that
3: he said it when you're moving from there they won't ring no more right yeah that's the weird thing
4: hmm that's that's what that is my kind of my hold up on that. I'm not sure like how legit that is. I'm yeah. those big ass rocks. This. Are they craning those things out like 20 feet away and they don't bang anymore? Or can you see this? I don't. I just see your beautiful face, my friend. All right. Let me yeah. How do I get back to Zoom?
0: You God. got too many tabs open, brother. We've all seen it.
2: <laughs>
0: huh. There you go there you go so you get into here and this is aluminum Uh, quartz is one layer granite there's Hmm. more granite like there's granite in the center supposedly and this is an aerial view of it (laughs) now let me see if where's the there's a cross section is this just one rock Here, here it is yeah this is a cross section of one rock right here
2: hmm
4: so it's got all those different things. All
0: these different element minerals in it. Hmm. I don't know what those abbreviations mean. I'll just have it's to... it go yeah it goes back. You have to kind of look at it in conjunction with this because this has all the little abbreviations and it's so fucking blurry. I can't even if I blow it up. Yeah, lots of
4: granite, lots of quartz, uh, monzonite. I'd be curious to. It kind of kind of reminds me of like the Wakanda a vibranium type stuff right
0: yeah I mean, yeah, it's, yeah it's real interesting and and they say that there there's some basalt too involved obviously there, there's got to be some well, we, we know that like rocks and stoner stuff are
4: um frequency based right like there is some frequency into their in their structure right so oh that looks fucking nice dude how fuck. sick is that yeah dude little, little yurt that's not a yurt dude that's a fucking that's a uh that's
2: glamping uh, right there yeah that's
4: glamping in a
0: fake yurt i mean a yurt's a it's oh, yurt. like a geodome i guess yeah
2: yeah
4: dude, that's fucking dope
0: though where is this at this is montana so, we have domes Did you see that <laughs> yeah that's what i was trying to get to we have cabins we have domes <laughs> That sounds fun dude, to it's hang out in one of these things. Glamping domes. They're glamping domes. Nice. Yeah. Extra heavy duty dome tent suitable for year round use.
2: Strange it- choice of chairs for the outside. You've got office chairs for camping. Yeah. Wait, it the just- aren- Wait, the pets aren't allowed in domes? Why not? Oh, get the fuck out of here.
4: Use Book a cap- shit. Oh, can the pets break the dome, maybe?
2: I mean, I'm not throwing my dog on the roof. I mean, I mean, we're just gonna go hang out inside.
0: I can't imagine it would smell too good in there. It doesn't look like there's a whole lot of ventilation. Now no. they. You to- wouldn't
2: think that people that would stay here would shower much. And you open the dome. There's no windows in the dome. You can't.
4: No, like, that's pretty, pretty
0: nasty. Ways.
3: All right, guys. Hey, I got to take off. Um, thank you for inviting me again. And y'all keep on doing what y'all doing. Again, it may seem like we're spreading fear, but we're also spreading knowledge. But <laughs> thank you for doing what y'all do because. If it wasn't for y'all, y'all wouldn't have other people waking up.
4: But Nice to meet you, man. What's your Instagram handle?
3: I am at truth.in.media. Hey, okay, I already my, follow you. Good. My podcast is on Spotify. It's called Bricks in the Wall. Uh, thanks, Matt, for having me. Uh, thanks, uh, Kyle. Nice meeting you and good seeing you again, Ryan. you have a good Yeah, evening. you too, dude. I was going to say on. thank if you, ever you need an alias.
2: If you ever need an alias, you should go by Tim, dude. Truth in Media. Tim.
3: Yeah, I thought about that, but I nah, just go back, Juan. They can't <laughs> find
2: There's so many ones. That's a nice, uh, nice fitting, fitting alias there. But yeah, dude, no, it was great to see you again, Juan.
3: Thank you, guys. Y'all have a good evening. Peace. Later Take man. it easy,
2: man. What a cool dude, man. That guy's dope. I've been following him for
4: a while. Didn't realize that's who it was.
0: Oh, yeah, he does great work on Instagram. His podcast is is good too, man. He's he's a good dude.
2: Everybody's yeah, he's just trying to fucking uh, share information that they think is important, you know. Well, and that's but the thing. It it's down. like
0: what what's everybody's, and I get the point of it that you know we should all share everything. But listen, you got to pick your battles too. You know, I can't fight every single battle out there, so otherwise you'll drive yourself insane. That's you know, if you get on that whole you know, cue pedestal where you're fighting the cabal want, you know, you think you're doing something, get the fuck out of here. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's where I have a problem with it. Matt, yeah. do
4: you think that um, in your kind of journey with it, it specifically like the, the ancient history stuff, like when did you kind of realize, I mean, cause I've noticed it lately that Tartaria has kind of gone off to the wayside. No one's talking about it anymore. Um, do you think that's just cause other things have taken hold or do you think that people kind of realize that, maybe this isn't what we thought it was like, it's, it's maybe a little less interesting than people thought it was not that it's not important, but do you think, what, what do you think happened there?
0: I think people realize that, you know, and it's that initial wave, right? It comes in and it's big and everybody's riding it. And then, like you said, realization hit that, Listen, you can keep going with what you're going with, but you don't have the facts to back it up, really, mm-hmm. or at least yeah. the majority of folks don't. So they've kind of lost credibility. And, and you know, a lot of people are calling it the T-word now because people don't even want to say it because it it's too broad of a bucket. You know, right. it, it gets, now and it gets very religious.
4: Yeah. And, but there is legit evidence, right, at least for Tartaria itself, right? I mean – I remember when that came out many years ago and I was like, oh, shit, this is crazy. And there was there's legit evidence for a place called Tartaria right now, whether it's as uh, extreme as like all the way back to like Atlantis and things like that. I don't know. But I do think the guys that are uh, kind of doing their own kind of Tesla kind of technology stuff in their backyards. There's that one guy on TikTok who's maybe a little autistic, kind of that half black guy with the afro who kind of talks. like like those i think those people are on to something right i think there is something hidden in this kind of uh, ancient realm or or near uh, distant past uh, kind of thing that we are missing out i think but out of all the people i think those guys are the ones who are really hitting on it um at the core of it because i think that's the most important thing we get out of it is not just that yes our history is lost but also the technology is still there we just have to we still have access to it we just have to find it right yeah and you
0: have to you have to consider that in what in the last hundred years we've gone from horse and buggy to rocket ships so you know we've seen this astronomical increase in technology in the last hundred years that you know usually don't see a jump like that that fast we didn't see it for thousands of years apparently um according to the history that we're told so I don't know. I th- I think you know when it comes down to the energy thing. I think that's the big, mm-hmm. the big hidden item here is that I think there's more to the electric universe, free energy thing that they're keeping away from us. You know whether it's you know water combustion engines, uh, possible air combustion engines to you know, free energy technology that would benefit society. I think that's the big hangup because the more I look into it and I've got a good buddy, Matthew Smith, who's an architect and he's gotten into this with me and we've had some deep conversations uh, on the architecture and, and the components of the buildings. I mean, you look at the old composition of the concrete they used to use. It was heavily silica based, which is quartz. And it was a very, you know, you put quartz under pressure, it's it's gonna have energy to it. And these things were like conductors almost. And so there is something to it. Now, is it the extent that you know these cathedrals and these buildings were lighting up whole towns? I haven't found that yet. But mm-hmm. what you're finding is at least within these structures, the resonance and the frequency within the structure has, depending on the the organ being used, depending on the the style of the building, the shape what geometric patterns are using, you're going to resonate a certain frequency, whether that's healing or that's negative. Like a star fort, right? That exactly. Is like, that's on the intention. Right. That's interesting, man. And like,
4: I, you know, going back to like, uh, like Tesla lighting up the world's fair, right? I do think that he, I think that he did do that, right? He definitely had some technology to light that shit up <clears throat> without all the wires and stuff, right? Whatever that may be, we don't know um but then you also hear the argument of like oh it was all just plaster and plywood right for these world's fairs but i i mean that explains how it came down so fast not necessarily how it went up that fast i don't know um but yeah it is interesting man i wonder what the next kind of phase will be in that kind of realm right like are we gonna are these earthquakes gonna reveal some things that we hadn't seen before and then where does the whole graham hancock ancient apocalypse randall carlson thing where does that all tie into it too because i they're talking about the same things like lost history lost civilization but where where how do those two connect right
0: yeah and well one of the interesting things and ron brought this up uh our buddy ron from new england
3: he said that
0: he thinks that they're going to be using earthquakes to unveil artifacts well that's project Bluebeam. that's the first step
4: right yes right artifacts and you we've heard for a while um in at least kind of in the alien realm about like the you know the first ufos that they found were archaeological digs right that they found these ancient ufo craft uh there's some things in antarctica buried underneath the ice right so i think that's a great way to uh for the powers that be to kind of bring that stuff up
0: I don't know where I don't know how smoothly that's going to go over, though, right? Yeah, it gets into the whole one world concept, right? One one world religion, one world government, one world everything. And they, they just want to strip the individuality away from it. And I think, you know, that's the biggest danger that we have right now, other than our own government, you know, it, 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 to us. Is that concept of going to that one world? Because once you get rid of borders, once you get rid of culture and individuality, it just—it's gonna turn into this just mishmash of shit. I have mm-hmm. a feeling, you know, I don't see it working well when you try and force diversity. Di- it, diversity either happens naturally, or it's going to fail miserably.
2: Yeah, I don't think uh, it happens naturally either. I, th- I think it kind of happens forced. Like forcefully, right? I mean, because people deep down within them, they kind of want to hang out with people that are like them. Like they don't really like hanging out with people that are different. Throughout yeah. history, so and so it, it's of, and and it's not strictly a racial thing, right? Not, not it's, at all. It's it, it's
0: it, economic. It's it's cultural. Territorial, I would say it's yeah. There's so many different levels to it. But what do we see now? They want to force everybody into these 15 minute smart cities and get everybody together as opposed to the way it should be. And people should be spread out. We're, you know, I was going to
2: not... say, wouldn't it be interesting if they got us into these rail cities or these light, what are they calling the thing? The line, if they yeah. got us into those things and then there was like this world's fair type thing where like that whole rail crashed and then people, you know, a hundred, 200 years from now are looking at it and they're like, was this rail or, or this line or whatever? Was this a real thing? Was it a, was it, is this just misinformation? You know, like, it's just crazy to think like where shit's going to be, you know, 200, 300 years from now when we're long gone. Dude, that's why like, uh, eyewitness testimony
4: is so important, right? Like, uh, you, we've been seeing videos in the past couple years and recently of like old ladies talking about like the Holocaust or. Uh, what they were taught in school right like oh they used to teach us that the earth was flat and then they changed mm. it one summer we came back and the earth was round and all of this stuff it's like <laughs> that's how important those kinds of things are it's like I mean I don't know what the validity is to it but like you have to take I mean if some a person who is older right we have to kind of at least trust that they're they are telling you what they saw with their own eyes. I think that's more trustworthy than mainstream news or anything like right. that. Well, um, why, why, why would they these, then some books too? Because right, but now with all this, agendas. what's interesting too is with this new AI kind of way we're seeing in this moment, uh, the fact that now it's in the at the consumer level, it that just tells me that they've been fucking with us for a long time with this AI shit, right? Like, if we're now able to access it, and I can put Matt's voice. Uh, over Ryan's mouth making him say some crazy shit how you know uh, the Jews are the the evil ones and, yeah, and like, like and, and Hitler's <laughs> yeah. awesome right like that just tells me like then they've been able to do that for a very long time now
2: well dude isn't it uh w- w- isn't like three or four hundred years ago the Native Americans were talking about like there wasn't a moon like it's not that long ago isn't it like very very recently that I think it's a little farther than that is it farther than that Uh, yeah but they it's like in recent
4: human history right like in the last thousand years or so or like the time before the moon i think you can look up like uh old uh you know oral tales
0: about when the moon came to be right and there's tales of two suns so there's all sorts of tales and that's that's one of the interesting things because a lot of the native history, a lot of the African history, a lot of the Asian history is told orally. And mm-hmm. as these, you know, genocides happened, not only did they wipe out that generation, but they wiped out a lot of their history because it was passed on. And it's not something that you can learn in one sit down, right? And have a two hour. These were these were histories that were taught. Throughout their lifetime with stories, through allegories, through actual stories and things like that, that as they killed off the population, they also killed off the history. And that's that's one of the biggest tragedies of all of this is not being able to know. And that's, I think, what, what a lot of the disconnect is today is if we knew who we were and where we came from and didn't have all these questions. I think we'd be in a better position because the the p- powers that be wouldn't have that upper hand on us.
2: Those stories that like they it sounds like it's like uh, the way that kids view Disney stories and stuff today. Like everybody alive can tell you the story of like Cinderella and the Jungle Book and Lion King and all that stuff. But instead of it being like that goofy shit, it was like actual like real knowledge. It sounds like.
0: Yep. yeah yeah yeah. and that's how they passed it on from generation to generation and it's just like you know it yeah it wasn't like the telephone game either you know and i when i i talked to um i've heard andy talk about it with the box saga and that's one of those things where if it's you know if it's legitimate they he learned it every two hours every day for years before he understood the full story and, and was able to then uh not only understand the story but then also provide it and and you know entertain it in a way so yeah
4: because like if you're teaching your children these stories you have to teach that 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 into in a way that they can understand and then as they get older you can kind of lay in more layers and more uh maybe harsher or more uh raw kind of stories about your history that perhaps children don't understand right away so that's why you tell it well, and just as humans like it's our nature to uh, even our own lives right like if if matt if i asked you to tell me your life story you'd have to tell it to me in the form of a story right i couldn't just say matt tell me everything that's happened to you that's boring they're not i'm not going to pick up on it but if you started at the beginning and had a rise and then you had the middle where this action was happening and then you have the end right like that's how we understand things, right? It's through storytelling. That's why Hollywood is popular. That's why, um, you know, theater is as old as the Greeks, right? That's how they, that's how they communicated, um, whether it was propaganda or their national identity or just like the human condition, they told it through stories that people could uh, grasp. And do you
0: think AI has the ability to, Present false histories
4: i think I think it's at this stage right now it's really easy to tell what is and what isn't AI because there's the lack of um flaws there's the lack of i mean obviously AI screws up right and it's just factual uh you know answering of questions, but there's something soulless to it, right like if I asked a great artist to draw me a picture of something and then I asked the AI to draw me the picture a picture of the same thing. The artist might take a little bit of time, right? Might take a little longer. The AI can give it to me instantly. But you're if you compared the two, you would see that one is lacking something, right? Yep. Whether the AI was maybe more, yeah. maybe more detailed or more or more vibrant or whatever, the human element is lacking. And I think as of now as humans, we can still identify that and when it's missing, right? That's how we like, that's why we know we're being like, bu- like our bullshit meter is a thing, right? Because we know when something's bullshit and when it's not, at least yep. for the most part, right? Yep. You got
2: right? I'm going to show you this real quick and I'm sure we, we want to get going here. Uh, so I'm working on a shirt and, you know, Thomas from Paranoid American, he's got this really cool access to these AI uh you know drawing programs and stuff and i'm gonna make a garbage pail kid shirt where it says "dope." it says illuminasty and then it's got like the kid throwing up and so i'm trying to work on so he sent me all these different ones but you can see a few of these where let's see um like i liked a couple of these ones and i've got some high-res images of all these but like you see the hand right these are so cool Dude, I know. So I it's gonna be dope. So we're gonna do I'm gonna do an Illuminasty and then the kid's gonna like be covered and throw up basically. I think I was gonna use either wait, where is that? The one I was gonna use is uh Dude, they have a very garbage pale kid feel to them too. Yeah, I think this was the one, but I wanted to change his hand because well, like how I'm many fingers? The hands. Hands. Yeah, 12 fingers on that hand. This <laughs> one's kind of cool too. Um let's see. Yeah, this guy was really one that I was considering, um, because I don't have to do too much changing to his hands or anything. But I mean, look at this guy, you know, seven fingers here. (laughs) What what Um, program is he using? Is this just uh, Mid Journey? I don't know if it's Mid Journey or what it is, but I was, you know, just like how you said it, you can notice when you start really looking, like, I'll have to go in and remove some of the fingers if I want to use this one. And then throwing these on there. And then I got to obviously add the throw up and stuff. What in. is but the yeah. language
4: it's speaking? Bak, I don't know,
2: dude. That's what's Bak, interesting. Did the AI generate this language? Yeah. Oh my
4: God. That's terrifying.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it makes you wonder like what it's actually saying. Yeah.
4: But... Well, ak, kanak, uh, raik, ek. Uh,
0: dude, I feel like and I'm it's casting. It all ends in like, like LC or CL. You
2: notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, C A C. Hey, Dog
4: That's a cool <laughs> dog Akaka.
2: Look at this. But, yeah. yeah, aren't they interesting, though? So, yeah, like it's going to be, uh, that'll be in the next shirt coming up. That out dude right. looks like Vader right there. Yeah. Which one? This one? His little helmet. No, he there. looks
4: like uh, uh, from Spaceballs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> Lord Helmet. Lord Helmet. Dark Your helmet, helmet is too big dark helmet that's like it, look at that that's a weird thing too right there it's like yeah dude this is strange i don't see that's the thing it makes you uncomfortable right yeah. like yeah i don't like ai the, art
0: man um, it's AI dark as fuck what you
4: should do is find a take these as ref see that's the other thing like we talked about this in like for like uh design right in theater scenic design you can get ai to give you some really great like source imagery like some prompts
2: ideas that, that yeah. you
4: can then take and make a cool design out of so ryan i recommend you take one of those images or a sample of them and find a great artist who can then uh give you exactly what you want because the ai is never going to be there right well yeah,
2: yeah. so like my well, my dad did all this do stuff it, Is the point to do it with ai is that kind of the point well dude so the, what's interesting is that well no not necessarily for my design but like like thomas is so good at these like he's shown some that he's done with ai because you can s- sit there and enter it in like a more skilled program i don't know what it's called it's not mid journey it's a but more complex the
4: hard part is the prompting right
2: yeah and so he can go in there and he's made incredibly like realistic looking images of like hillary clinton eating a baby and shit Yep, and like it just looks absolutely nuts dude fucking uh, nate from reality is ours. he's his co-host on that on that podcast now Sent a picture of Joe Biden hermaphrodite to me uh, on a thing, and it was so realistic. It was literally a naked Joe Biden with a dick and a pussy, and it looked exactly <laughs> like how you would imagine. You like, that to me. You want to see it, dude? It's pretty I'd gross. I'd love to see it. Well, you weren't there when we were doing it. It was over at Ghost Show on Talk of the Tavern. We were just sitting there. No, that's that, you-
4: that night I got drunk in in thirty minutes and had to leave.
2: Oh, drinking tequila like it was beer. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's not a my, good move. That's my bad. I'm never I'm a
0: good move, my friend. I'm
4: learning.
2: You, you got to take like three, four shots of that and then you chill for a little bit. But yeah, man, AI is, a, I think it will be the future of art, but I think that it will be a skill to know how to, to put these things together. Yeah, you're going to have to have some sort of programming skills to be able
0: to do it. Definitely. Yeah. All right, boys, this has been fun. Kyle, it's been way too long, my man. Dude, it's been too long, man. It's great to great to
4: be here with y'all. Uh, I see Ryan a little bit on the tavern. Haven't seen you there a, la- a lot lately, Matt. We'll get you on there soon, hopefully. You show up there, man. It's a fun chat. And uh, but this these are always the best conversations, man. Because it's it's always a good time and it's it's chill enough where we can get some points across and uh, still hear each other. So, but Matt, this was great, man. I really do appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: Hey, congratulations
2: again, my friends. Appreciate it, brother right what do you got going on nothing man just gonna be working on that shirt that illuminacity shirt dude that's what's next over here and that's about it but uh just having fun dude trying to hopefully get a job at a radio station here i'm going in to apply tomorrow that should be fun if that works Wait, out like host co-host of, yeah uh, that's my goal is to get in there just meet some people i'm hoping like i'm optimistic i'm hoping like i can go in and like you know, announce some like local MMA events and like just try to have fun with while getting like a steady paycheck. I'm not trying to do like the thing that I was doing at Pepsi where I hated my life day in, day out. Like I'm making enough money barely to get by right now. Be nice to be stable and uh, enjoy my life a little bit. So dude, let me that... know. I, hey, if you need a fake reference, let me know. I'll put in a great word for you, dude. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I, I got a manager my... of W balls radio station. W Balls Radio, dude, over there on the uh, East Coast. Yeah, dude, it's it's interesting. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But either way, just you know gonna... goes,
4: dude. that's awesome.
2: congratulations I hope it goes well. I'll, yeah, I'll be, that'd be uh, awesome, man. For you, dude. I can yeah. say I know that guy. You know. Yeah, well, it's a local radio station, but it'd be fun. But yeah, that's that's about it. What about you, Matt? What do you got going on? Not much, man. I've been busy. I just got back with my son
0: from seeing my sister. He's got spring or winter break this week, so. It'll be a busy week with him, which is cool. He's he's into jujitsu now. So we're doing that a couple nights a week, which is awesome to watch him do that. He went from oh. like his first couple classes, because every sport that he's done so far, even including karate, you don't really put hands on anyone. Right. So, and anytime he does put hands on anyone, he usually gets in trouble. So it was it's been cool watching him learn how to, you know, manage and and handle himself and it's it's just such a good thing i think every kid should participate in some martial art at some point let's
4: but... go catch a couple of raccoons in the backyard dude, dude. Them your kid let him go to town
2: brother
0: dude, we got bobcats raccoon. up here those are a lot more fierce than raccoons
2: okay. <laughs> dude if i had a kid man like i would literally i know you're not supposed to use the word groom but i would groom him to be an a, a fucking mixed martial artist like i would get him in wrestling jujitsu muay thai it's fucking, tough. Like, I it's know you. Tough. I know, dude. It's got. I'm not saying that you should, because it you I can imagine having a kid and then like subjecting them to getting punched and kicked in the face. Like, that's well, tough. no, it's
0: it's tough from the to be a parent and to force your will on your child. You know, of course, like, yeah. like and I don't understand that. There's yeah. days you that's why you got to have a couple stuff. of them and then just pick one that you don't. Pick really, one that's good at it. Yeah. You know, less- or you adopt, adopt one. You know. There's not the big black kid that can fight. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> no, I mean, it's just cool. I mean, I think every kid should learn how to fight, learn how to defend that's themselves. Cool. It just should be it would solve a lot of the problems that we have today, you know, and, and including stupid gun violence, because kids are, don't, are afraid to get in a fight now. You know, wow. that's that's a huge thing. So, yeah, man, cool, man. just going to spend some time with him. And then uh next week, I got a shitload of podcasts I got to do. So it's going to be busy. Looking forward to it. Cool, man. Good deal. All right, boys. Another fun one. Thank you very much. Everybody stay strong. Question everything. Give them the desire again for individual freedom. And I'm going to tell them that as long as dictatorships remain in the world, we better remain well-armed. Because the next time, we're not going to get two years to get ready. They're going to jump us overnight. And I'm going to tell them that there's only one government which is capable of handling the atomic control, world disarmament, world employment, world peace, and that's a world
1: government. People of 13 states started the United States of America. Well, I think that the people of
2: that many nations are now ready to start a United States of the world with or without Russia. And I mean a United States of the world. One bill of rights, international law international currency, international citizenship. And I'm going to tell him that the brotherhood
3: of man is not just an idealistic dream.